With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jock to add to it. 
Well, it's not the only thing that puts an itch in my jock, but uh, we we also lost to an inferior team. Let's be honest. We lost to an inferior team. The Clippers should have wiped the floor with the Houston Rockets. There's no way you blow a team out by 30-plus back-to-back and then choke a series away unless you're the Los Angeles Clippers. It was kind of funny because, like, my buddy was like, the Rockets are really lucky they didn't play the Spurs. Like, think about how how stupid that is. Like, we beat the Spurs, and yet the Rockets are still lucky they didn't play the Spurs. That just shows the lack of mental focus we had after going up 3-1. And now I know everybody was like, oh, well, they didn't look the same and blah, blah. They beat them by 30 twice. What the hell do you mean they didn't look the same? They they, they simply took their foot off the gas pedal. And it's kind of one of those things where – until you win four, the series isn't over. I mean, how many times do we see that in the NHL playoffs? How many times did the Los Angeles Kings do that last year? You know, so mm-hmm. it happens. And so to me, it's like, I don't know who takes the blame for this. I'm not willing to say Chris Paul. And you know me, I've been a big critic of Chris Paul. I think he was fantastic mm-hmm. in this postseason. I think Blake Griffin was fantastic in this postseason. But, and as much as I love DeAndre Jordan, and, and I don't know where you go to replace him, but how many times did he miss free throws? How many times did he have mental defensive lapses that uh, that, that cost the Clippers? So it's, it's kind of one of those things. I don't know what this team does to get better. All I know, that was probably the most embarrassing thing I've seen as a sports fan my entire life. You know, and, and that's what I wanted to take it to because – I was talking to to Ernest Christian, EJ, you know, and I was telling him, like, not for nothing, you know me, I'm a Nets fan. I've been a Nets fan since the Kenny Anderson days, you know. And I was, right. I, 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 saw, I saw the Clippers fall, fall apart, and I kind of thought to myself, historically and just, and just looking at things black and white, the Clippers are kind of like the Nets of the West. And, and I say sure. that because – they, they, like for, for no, no matter what happens in the, in the futures of the Nets or the Clippers, they're always going to be second fiddle. The Nets to the Knicks, right. even though the Knicks are terrible, you know, <laughs> and, right. and the Clippers to the right. Lakers because the Lakers are, are pretty much NBA, the NBA hierarchy. And then uh, yeah. uh, even at the highest point of the Nets, when it went, with, with Jason Kidd brought them to the finals twice, you know, sure. they, mm-hmm. they, got, they got embarrassed in the finals. And not for nothing, the Eastern Conference was weaker then than it was now. You know, when the Nets were, right. were dominating the East. And you look at the Clippers. This is the best team I've seen the Clippers come equipped with. And and as you said, like, what's the next step? I mean, this is a really good team. And you look at it now, yeah. DeAndre Jordan is probably out the door. And the Clippers have to decide what they want to do now with Chris Paul, this contract, and his age. It's a lot It's a lot coming into this offseason. Well, and, and you know, and, and I I brought this up months ago. Now, now everybody's going to start saying they said it also. But – I had said that if the Clippers don't advance through the second round this year, it might be time to look at trading Chris Paul. As crazy as that sounds, mm-hmm. you still can get some value out of him. I love, I, 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 I've been a critic of Chris Paul, but I love Chris Paul. Obviously, I don't want to just let him walk away and, and you know, give the reins to Austin Rivers. I'm not, I'm not saying that. <laughs> what I'm saying is you, you, you look around and, and see what kind of value you can get for him. What if – I know I was talking to Jameson – uh, you know, believe the hype. And we were talking about, well, a, a pretty interesting trade would be shopping him over to Atlanta, seeing if they'll give up Jeff Teague, a first rounder, and, and, you know, whatever you can get out of your next piece. 
I'm saying Kyle Korver, but I guess this is an NBA 2K, so I, I can't make those decisions. But, um, you know, something of that nature. I, but the problem is after this postseason, I don't want to let him go because he was so good in these playoffs. It, it kind of shut us all up. Um, as far as being like second fiddle, I definitely agree. I always, <laughs> I thought it was it was funny because you know EJ made the the um, insinuation that that he was a Mets fan, and I'm like, please, I would die to have the the glory the Mets had as a Clippers fan. You know, the Mets won a World Series. They've been to the been to the World Series. You don't know what it's like to be a Clippers fan. You know, and and I'm talking from the days of Danny Manning. You know, way back in the late uh-huh. '80s. So I've unfortunately have seen the worst of the worst. And, you know, I think for most of us diehards, all seven of us, um, we really we really deserve to get through this round. And I think the, the thing the Clippers should feel terrible about is you let your fans down. You know, who've been waiting so long for this day? Amongst everything else, because guess what? These athletes, <laughs> Blake Griffin, you know, he gets to go off to Hawaii for the next three, four weeks. Chris Paul gets to go take his family to Europe. They, you know, they're, they're over it in a couple weeks. Us fans have to live with it forever. You know what I mean? It means something more to the fans. So um, definitely second fiddle. Uh, you know, but, uh, like I was saying, you win a title, I, I could care less where we rank. You know, it's not, it's not for me. I, I don't want to impress the rest of the state of California. I could care less what they think of the Clippers. You're not going to change people's minds anyways. But to win a championship and know you've been a Clippers fan since the 80s would have been something pretty cool. So, you know, like I told people, we're going to be right back inside inside Staples Center in October and and try it again. You know, it's funny. I I actually told somebody, like, um, like, um, I I, I remember playing, I think it was the Bulls Blazers video game, whatever. I used to love Gary Grant, you know, the point guard. Yeah. On the Clippers, I, I was like, yo, he was so underrated. I was telling somebody, somebody's like, wasn't he like an old actor? And I was like, you know, it's, <laughs> you know, I was like, he's four Clippers. <laughs> you know, yeah. he his basketball there for, for an old white guy who acted as a black and white there. <laughs> I, mean, you know, I just feel bad. But let's be honest, how many people actually even really knew, like if you weren't a basketball fan, how many people really knew there was a second team in L.A. up until maybe 2000 and five when they first made the playoffs with Elton Brand. I mean, I would I would guess that at least two out of three out of every ten people had no idea the Clippers even existed. I'm, I'm telling you, and, I, and this is why I call them the Nets of the West, because the, the Nets, for the, last, for the last, you could say, 15 years or so, has been the, clearly the better team than the Knicks, but the Knicks are the right. team that everybody talks about. And you could say, but for the sure. last five years or so, the Clippers have had the better roster than the Lakers, but it's all about Kobe Bryant and what the Lakers are going to do. Right. And I say this, I'm, I'm actually a huge Kobe Bryant fan. You know, I, I love the guy. I think Kobe's great, you know. Right. But like, it's, a, it's a matter of like, it's a matter of like, it sucks because he's at the end of his career. He's killing his team, right. but that's the headline over a team like yours with championship potential. It sucks. I'm just saying, like, like when, when I say the Clippers and the Nets of the West, it isn't a knock on them. It's just that I kind of feel the pain yeah. the Clippers fans go through. Totally, and I, I agree 100%. And I think the only way to get through that would be to stop being the Clippers. And, again, they proved in Game 7 <laughs> that they're still the Clippers. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think people treat – the Clippers, um, a second fiddle, and, and obviously you would have your finger on the pulse over in the, the Knicks-Nets situation better than I, but I think with the Lakers-Clippers is out here, people expect the Clippers to screw up. So they're not going to get overly excited about them. And the Clippers prove that right every single year. Every single year they do something to screw it up. 
this year, and I was, uh, this was worse than the whole Donald Fairley thing because the players didn't even really care about the old guy. You know, it was like, yeah, what he said was messed up. Nobody agrees with that. But he was just some senile old white dude. Nobody really cared about him, He and then they got rid of him. To me, this hurt the franchise more than Donald Sterling because I think other free agents are going to look at this and go, whoa, maybe they are cursed. I really think people are going to start believing that. And it's funny. Like, I want to keep it in basketball, but I want to talk about our interstate rivalries at the same time. and say it's the last night. With the NBA, um, the, the the draft lottery, the balls, the balls, as you like saying, the balls. Was it? How do you say on the inside? <laughs> the, the, the balls, the lottery balls. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the balls. lottery balls. All of them, <laughs> they were popping all over the place, and it was not for nothing. It, even as a Knicks fan, you gotta kind of laugh at the misfortune the Knicks had in the lottery. They had a twenty oh, yeah. percent chance to, to, to land number one or number two. They, they end up outside of the box, number four. Even if you looked at Steve Mills, the general manager's reaction, he kind of just chuckled, shook his head, and put his head down. Like, he was just like, give me a break. What other reaction could you have? I thought it would have been even better if they trolled the Knicks and was like, we were going to give you the fourth pick, but you guys are going to screw this up anyway, so we're going to give it to the Clippers instead. You know, like, <laughs> just give the, give the Knicks pick to somebody else that can actually benefit from it. Uh, and I'll, uh, truth be told, I think they traded that pick, to be honest with you. And, and, and how do you feel as a Clippers fan with the Lakers now ha- having the option of either Towns or um, the kid from Duke hoping for? You know, I, I, okay, so I don't mean to insult any of my Lakers friends, but I don't give a shit about the Lakers. Like, they're so far away from being relevant, and I know Laker fans are going to scream two more years, three more years. You guys just worry about winning 30 games and then come talk to me. Like, I'm worried about winning a title. The Lakers are worried about breaking 500. I don't give two rat shits about the Los Angeles Lakers, and that's the way it should be. I don't need you guys to care about us. I don't care about you. It was it was cool, like, the first year we got Chris Paul because both teams were still, you know, decent. The Lakers are basically the homeless bum I walk past to work and my kick is change cap over you know what I'm saying? I don't have I don't have no time for you. Like I do think though, um, if they make the right pick, they got a that's a, that's a good start. I I just don't know with Julius Randle what we're gonna get. Yeah. That's a scary injury he took. Um, you know, who knows? You, you never know. To be honest with you, I'm more excited about the Minnesota Timberwolves. I mean, look what a young nucleus they they might be putting together. You know what's funny, and and I I thought about it as soon as uh, as the draft was finalized, the lottery picks finalized, and Jalen Rose took the words out right out of my mouth. Like r- right now, it's like you don't want to be the number one pick because the number one pick is the difference of playing in Minnesota or playing in Los Angeles. And granted, you get all the talent you want in Minnesota. I mean, I, I, if, if if I'm if I'm calling Anthony Towns. And I look at the squad I have with Minnesota, yeah. I'm like, wow, you know, you got Wiggins, you got yeah. Rubio. No, I don't want to live in Minnesota. Like, I just right. – I'd rather live. And, and, and I'm somebody who, who – I'm not a fan of California at all, you know, because I've been there right. for three days and that, that ruined it for me. But That was about <laughs> it. Uh, the fact, yeah. yeah, that was about it for me. But if you give me the choice between Minnesota – or sure. Los Angeles, it's really not a it's really not a hard decision. No, so it's gonna be funny how it's the better option. You know, it's the better option in Minnesota basketball wise, but nobody wants to go there. I agree. Yeah, I mean no no there's no titties in Minnesota. Everyone's got them in their sweaters, their their blouse clothes. Everybody's got a cut back goose tote. 
Everybody got those old school triple fat goose coats. Yeah, all you got is ghosts, white women, and, and you know, uh, a bunch of farmland. Out here in California, you got breasts all over the place. Sometimes I'm just walking down the street, and I look down, and my prick is hard as steel because I've just seen 15 big breasts hanging out, you know? That's, 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 that's the difference that's between Minnesota California. and California. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, I mean, I, I get I, it, I, but... Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, okay. But I was going to say, you know, you look at Minnesota, and they might be three or four years away from being a really good basketball team. You know you know what's funny about saying three or four years in Minnesota? In three or four years, yeah. w- w- Wiggins will have the option to leave. That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. Like, yeah, like, uh, like well, Wiggins must be like, thanks, I didn't want to come here in the first place. I was just, <laughs> I, I was just a piece for Kevin Love to get out of here. I want to get out of right. here, too. You know, I mean, that, that's what that's what I keep saying. But places like San Antonio, San Antonio got so lucky everything came together because nobody in sure. nobody in God's name wants to live in San Antonio. <laughs> you know, like they just got lucky that they got the best coach of all time, and they end up getting one, right. one of the best pieces of all time in Tim Duncan. And then you have OKC. Right. They just got lucky getting right. Westbrook and, but, and Kevin Durant. Durant out of there, and Westbrook's out of there. I'm saying, like teams but, like that, cities like that. I can't see them. I can't see, especially uh, um, a sport like the NBA where everything's flashy, everything's hip, everything's right. cool. I, yeah. I I can't see cities like that holding on to those really cool, marketable players. But you think about uh, Andrew Wiggins. He got screwed twice because he went from a shitty city in Cleveland to an even shittier city in Minnesota. It wasn't like like he got traded to, like, Toronto, where you're like, oh, okay, Toronto's kind of cool. Or he got traded to Detroit, even though, you know, he got traded from, like, the worst city in America that nobody wants to live in to the second worst city in America that nobody wants to live in. So this dude is probably, because he's from Canada, so he's he's probably thinking to himself, God, America sucks. Like that is that if those are his two first impressions of our country, I apologize for him. But you know, I think that, 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 that's you, almost the equivalent of going from like Detroit to Green Bay. You know, like you leave a real trashy looking city with some rural right. nonsense. <laughs> to to a city with a bunch of white people who don't really want you there. I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there. Pretty much. That it's a, pretty much. You know. It, it's it, it's a rough it's a it's a rough city to be in. I mean, <clears throat> Minnesota. Do they even have one day where it's over 50 degrees, or is it just freezing all the time over there? I actually have a friend over there, Kara, and I always ask her weird questions like. <laughs> Because <laughs> uh, I'm like I'm a, I'm a New York City ignorant, you know, and I'm like right. I'm like, does this snow like eight months out of here? She goes, no, we have regular seasons, you asshole. And I'm like, oh, we man, don't believe that. Like that. No. <laughs> yeah, we don't believe that. Like somebody from Minnesota could send me a picture every day of like a sunny, you know, sunny park, and I'd be like, no, nah, that's propaganda. I don't believe that. I don't believe it. You I, don't know, believe like, it. I don't believe it. I I just believe Minnesota is like I've never heard anybody come up to me and be like, man, I could really use two weeks in Minnesota tonight. It's I mean, like, not, like uh, not, not really, like outside of Kirby Puckett and the Mall of America, I don't have any use for that ever. Like, outside <laughs> <laughs> of those two things, I really don't care for Minnesota. I I like how Kirby Puckett is a use of Minnesota. Like you're gonna actually just go to Minnesota and run into Kirby Puckett and hang out with the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did, did he uh, like well, five years ago? Did he like five six years ago, Kirby Puckett? 
Did you say he died five, six years ago? Yeah, did he die like five, six years ago? Maybe. I know he got in trouble for, um, didn't he have like a whole bunch of like sexual assault? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then he lost his eye or something like that. And by the way, he died in 2006, almost 10 years ago. God, I didn't... Oh, my apologies, Kirby. I thought you're still living. Now I'm gonna have to make jokes about him on my show tonight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He definitely had like a lot of controversy, like you know. Yeah. And I, I, what I, a ball I, player, I think he went through his money too. I think he went through his money too. Yeah, oh, he, I'm he sure went he my did. Going up. Yeah, like, no doubt. Okay, and not for nothing. Like if, if you were a ball player in the '90s, you would have went through your money too. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean. These guys, even today, look at how many athletes just blow right through their money like it's no big deal. I mean, it's crazy to me. Like, it, it's just, it, you don't have one single person that says, hey, man, I don't think you need that 15th Mercedes Benz. Like, you don't have one person in your camp that, that can stop you. You just look at all these broke athletes. You look at Terrell Owens. You look at all these guys. And you, you, I, I don't know about you, but I can't feel bad for them. I feel sorry for them. But I don't feel bad for them because I'm like, you're an, you had $80 million in your bank account. Like, I have a tough time spending $80 in a week. How the fuck did you blow $80 million in a month? Well, yeah, yeah, but then again, you're also Jewish, so you, you look at money. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. I use coupons. I use coupons, and I buy shit on sale. That's what I do. That's my thing. You know, it's, it's funny because, like, I'm so anti that lifestyle because of how stereotypical uh-huh. it is. So, like, when my wife goes to the grocery store and, like, she's pulling out coupons, I'm like, bitch, what are you doing? Like, put the coupons away. I don't want people looking at us. Everyone's going to know by my nose that I'm Jewish and, like, <laughs> Comments are going to be coming my direction, you know. So like, I try my best to stay away from it because I grew around and I used to tell my mom like, when when way back in the day when we would go because she's the ultimate Jew, I'd be like, you know, this is why you get stereotyped because you won't stop acting like every Jew every person has ever met. So it's like the most embarrassing. So anytime I see coupons, I just like throw them away like they're the devil. You know what's funny about coupons? <laughs> Nothing. Like, Nothing's I, funny about I, coupons. I have no problem using a coupon, like, in, yeah. in a pharmacy or a supermarket, anything like that. But, like, and it's funny because my mom gives me – my mom clips out coupons because she, she, I'm on the road a lot, you know, so I'm always eating out, you right. know. So you get it, eating out. But I, anyway, I'm always <laughs> eating out. <laughs> so she gives me – so, so give me coupons to these fast food places, these burger places, whatever. I feel so weird using coupons yeah. when I go out to eat. Like that's the one. Yeah. Like it, it's like it's like I, I don't want to be the guy to remind them that I got a that I got a free medium soda with the purchase of a double cheeseburger. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't want to be that guy like, oh, the, the soda was supposed to be free. And I hold up a line behind me of 10 people because I'm supposed to get a free medium soda. Like, I just don't want to be that guy. I, that, I, I only use those coupons when it's for a drive-thru. See, and, and that's, exactly, that's exactly why I won't do it. Because, first of all, when you give a coupon to somebody, like Taco Bell or whatever, they list the coupon. They never do what's on the coupon. So you never get your free burrito or anything. Yep, and then what yep. are you going to do? Cause a scene for $1.65? That just makes you look, look even more Jewish than the original transaction. And then all the anti-Semitic remarks start coming out. And I'm like, oh, this is all over a burrito. That's exactly why I don't use any coupons. That's exactly why. Because I don't really need your dollar. Like, for instance, my wife and I just got done grocery shopping. 
And, you know, we'll come out and she'll be like, oh, they overcharged us for fucking apples or whatever they overcharged mm-hmm. for. And it's like, I'm not going to go back and wait in line and argue with this lady over 265 So then I pulled $2 out of my pocket and just gave it to my wife, and I'm like, there, it's made up now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'd rather do that. I'd rather lose more money than fight over to get my money back. Yeah. I, I, you know what's funny? Like, one time I bought a pair of pants, and, like, they didn't fit me right, you know? And I had the receipt and everything, and I was like, I was like, and they were like, they were like cheap. They were like work pants, like twenty bucks, I think. <laughs> you know, they were like, 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 like pants. I was getting a dirty in anyway, you know. And I was yeah, like, like, I really want to go to the store, return this. Or should I just donate it? Yeah. <laughs> should I just <laughs> be like, congratulations, kid. You just won the jackpot with this because they still have the tag. <laughs> you got a cheap pair of pants. It's better off just donating it. Yeah, no, I hear you, man. Like, it's just not worth it to me. Like, it, it's I, I'd rather just sit on my couch and and watch whatever I was watching than get up again and go get my money back. It's just for whatever reason, it's not built in me to argue over a dollar. I don't. I, it's just not. No, it's it's just not worth it to me. I, but I, I get the coupon game. I, I you know I went through college myself. I understand the struggle for people. It's just, it's just not for me. So I'm not putting down the coupon game. It's just it pissed me with all that drama. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, you know what's funny? I'm a, I'm a, like a total hypocrite here, right? When it comes to the coupons, I can't believe we sound uh-huh. like two we sound like, like like two middle-aged married women talking about coupons right now. By the way, but anyway, yeah, sound like a total hypocrite. But like, you remember I told you about the food thing and bringing coupons to food places. And, right. and this, this is when the heart throb kicks in, though. This is when the heart throb kicks in. Groupon really hooks you up when it comes to, to, to going out for a dinner for two. And, and, and you know what's cool about it? Girls find Groupon yeah. to be the coolest thing ever. That it, 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 that you're, you're, it, it doesn't even make you look cheap. Like, you can ask a girl out and be like, oh, I got a Groupon, actually, um, for, for this place, blah, blah, blah. You want to come? And girls are like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's almost yeah. ingenious because it, it's yeah. a perfect date move for a guy. If you're cool enough like me to pull that off, right? It's it's yeah. it's, it's effortless. It's like a thirty bucks, and you, you, you uh, both you up bed, whatever the case is. Groupon has right. really hooked you up though. And then for for dessert, you could just throw her on the table and eat her ass out until you until your heart's content. You know, I, I hear you. It, it, like, it, it wouldn't be a rain and freshly podcast without him talking about eating ass. It's just. It's just because it's, it's it's my gift. I feel like I'm the prophet of ass eating. I feel like God has sent me down here to to let to let the rest of the civilians know that this is a, a work of art to stick your tongue in your woman's ass and make her feel make her feel like somebody. You know? How do you think I got married? You know? You can't turn this down. Once once the tongue enters your booty, it's over. It's a wrap. It's a wrap, yeah, you know? and, and, uh, on the second segment of the show, we're definitely going to get into your marriage. And and and, and, and you pulled the old okey doke on, on people who listen to your <laughs> podcast. Clever, cleverly done. <laughs> cleverly done. But we'll talk about that in the next time. We've got about two Sounds more minutes good. left. Um, let's get on coupons for a second because I feel gay talking about it. But let's try to talk about the coupons. Um, real quick, back to the NBA. we got two minutes. Yeah. Did Stephen Curry really need to bring his daughter on to the press conference, no. the post-game press conference? Like, it, he knew his daughter was unruly and uncontrollable. He's just doing right. everything, and he's playing the public perfectly, Stephen Curry. I don't like Steph Curry. He's playing the public perfectly. 
I cannot stand Steph Curry. Like, there's nobody on the Warriors I actually like. I hate every single one of them. Um, but I mean, and don't get me wrong, I'm not going to deny. I'm not going to deny Steph's talent. He's one of the best shooters I've ever seen in my life. But um, you know, his his daughter's obnoxious. Like, honestly, it would have been cooler if Draymond Green just ran over and punted his daughter off her lap through a field goal post into a cage of hungry lions. To me, that's entertainment. You know, call me a, a prick if you want, but to me, that would have been awesome. And then, you know, that would have solved everybody's issues. I don't need some crying, loud-ass kid. I, you know, to be honest, truth be told, I don't really watch post-game interviews because I don't really give a shit what these guys got to say. But, mm-hmm. you know, like you said, you know your daughter's going to be obnoxious. Shut her up. Put some duct tape on her mouth. Or, or, or just don't bring her out. Like, I just, right. that's the point I didn't get. You, you know your daughter's a pain in the ass, and you don't bring her right. out. I mean, I mean, I mean whatever. All I got to say is he, he's already a better, a better parent to me than, than Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, you know? Because <laughs> those two year after year get the award for me as worst effing parents ever because their kids are psychotic, you know? But whatever. Um, we're going to take a short break right now. We'll be back on Rain and Freshly in the second half of the show. We'll talk about his marriage, his show, and other stuff. So we'll be back. All I want to do is zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. All I want to do is zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. All I want to do is zoom, Baby, check, baby, one, two, three, four, check, baby, check, baby, one, two, three. Uh, We're back to the second half uh, of the Delio Sports Hour. Yeah. You like that, right, Raynan? You like yeah, that? Yeah, that, that was a little rum shaker. I was actually twerking on my wall right now. That's, that's disturbing. <laughs> that's disturbing. <laughs> for that, for that, you and me both, like, actually. I'm, I, I, like, how old was I? I don't think I was in junior. That, I'm so old and had junior high school back then. I was in high school when that song came out, and I whatever it was, but I was yeah. talking about booties and stuff, and I was like, what, like 12? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I feel you. I, I, I'm pretty sure that was played at one of our junior high dances. I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, but even bringing Freshly back then was into the ass, you know? Like, I could appreciate the ass even back in the day because I was, I, was, I, was, I was so smooth, you know? People used to come up to me and be like, fresh, you know, because – because they knew me back then. And I was like, yeah. They're like, why do you like the booty so much? I'm like, because it's like the apple of a woman. Think about that. You see, I, I, I've always been a breast guy my whole life. Always been a breast guy. <clears throat> oh, same here. Uh, but, like, but yeah. 12-year-old chicks haven't developed boobs yet, so I didn't know nothing about it until I, until I was probably more like 14. Until <laughs> more I was like 14 or 15. And then... I was like, I don't know what those things are growing on your chest, but I want them in my face right now. Those things in my face <laughs> I just now. know I like them. I just know I like them and I want them. Um, yeah. So <laughs> on, on the topic of women, um, you, you, you got yeah. married, what, I want to say a little over a month ago? Yeah, a month and a day today, yeah. We'll be getting, oh, we'll be getting divorced by the end of the week. So, Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, or, for, or else when, for, I go, when I go out to the West Coast, I'm not hanging out with a married guy. It's gonna be no fun. For, but, um, <laughs> yeah, like, for her sake, at least. Yeah, for her sake. But uh, but it it it, it, it was pretty 
cool the way it was done, even though I got to say, I always have like a sixth sense about these things. I kind of had a feeling yeah. that the woman, the woman you were going to marry was your co-host, Sydney, who you sexually harassed day in, day out on every podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know, here's the thing. I'm not sure how many hosts could get away with saying those types of things unless you're at least banging the chick, right? At least you're filling her up full of your fizz. You know, if you're filling a chick up with your fizz, then you can kind of say whatever you want. But, uh, but you know, it wasn't just going to be like my next-door neighbor, uh, you know. And my whole thing was, like, folks I talk to, you know, like you and I speak privately. Um, yeah. You know, some, so, you know, a couple other people I speak to privately I have a, a friendship with. Uh, you know, we, we talk about my personal life and, and things going on in the world. I don't really put my personal life out there on my show or on like a lot of people put that shit all over Twitter. I'm not really down with that mm-hmm. because me either. You know, if you look at my yeah, I mean, if you look at my Twitter, I have way more followers than people I actually follow. So that means I don't really like most of my followers. I mean, keep it real. So like, let me um, say the, the the mute the mute button works wonders. You know, I, that's what I that's what people say, but. Um, I, I, yeah. I haven't really tried it out. I will block a few people because they just get on my nerves and I don't want to see their tweets anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, you know who annoys yeah. me the most is the Twitter thugs. Have you ran into the Twitter uh, thugs? I, 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 yeah. I, you know, I get it because I, I do a lot of hip-hop album reviews and stuff like that. Right. And I got to hear from these guys when, when their favorite rapper is just somebody I don't care about. And it's just, <laughs> it's just like, dude, I don't, I don't care. First off, it's like, right. I'm 35 years old. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I, I hear you. So the, so all the toughness you want, it doesn't phase me. Even if you were right in front of me, it's, it's action that scare me. More anything else, you're not going to scare me because you're right. typing faster than me right now. Right. <laughs> well, that's my thing. Is like, I'm first of all, I'm I'm staring 32 in the face here in a couple months. So you telling me about, you know, being a blood or a crip. I've never met, and I've met several in my life. You know, I didn't grow up in the best areas of, of, of in my whole life. I met several in my life, and I didn't know one of them that was was like, yo, man, I'm going to kill this dude, but first let me post on Facebook. Like, I, I never met one. Never, never met one. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? No. Like, you have these cats that, like, scream selling drugs and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, dude, how, like, what? In your mind, when you're tweeting it, are you like, yeah, I'm such a gangster? Like, as you're putting 140 characters into your phone, like that's what I want to know. What's going through your mind when you're typing those 140 characters? Like, you really think you're thugging like that? It's crazy to me. Uh, 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 I, I don't get it. I, I don't get a lot of tough guys. I, but, but but I'm like you because like I, I have my life and I I might mention my relationship on Twitter once a month and right. it's something that and, and when I do it's nothing like hey me and Dave go in the movies can we throw right. hand it's nothing stupid right. like that it's usually me just like like oh I fell asleep in my curls house I got drool over my shirt it's just right. Right. something like right. that and and, you know, and and I mean you know that, what that's, I, the, what that's I'm, the way it should be right. Well, you know, like when I'm posting about me and my wife, the things I'm saying are, are usually pretty pretty disturbing. I'm never like, oh, yeah, we're going to the grocery store. I'm like, yeah, I just woke up with my tongue in my wife's ass. I need to go brush my teeth. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and she's thrilled about it, which is, why, which, is why, which is why she's never on Twitter. <laughs> right. She, sometimes she'll go on at night 
and like I'll be in 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 the uh, in the bathroom like brushing my teeth before bed or whatever, and then I'll hear her just from the bedroom go, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, "What?" She's like, "What did you put on Twitter?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah." Like I say shit that I don't even remember. That's the problem. Like I have to tell her, "Well, you got to read it to me," because it was probably usually when I jump on, there's like ten to fifteen tweets of just horrific stuff, and then I'm done tweeting for like four hours. That's usually how it goes mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, like, uh, usually I tweet when I'm bored at work or I'm watching TV. Like, pretty much that's right. those are my tweeting hours, you know. But, uh, I, but, but, but I'm going to start but, doing a new segment. Yeah. Oh, you are? Good. Oh, yeah, I'm going to start no, doing a new no, segment no, on Twitter where I am going to actually start tweeting while watching softcore porn on Cinemax. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be very much not entertaining because <laughs> I've seen those softcore porns on Cinemax. <laughs> I mean, that, that's so bad. They they they, they kind of got me through junior high school, but you know like yeah. <laughs> do you think? Yeah, they, okay, they let me ask you. Through. Do you think they bang? Do you think they bang after the shoot though? Because like I was thinking no. about it because I was watching one last night. Absolutely, and I'm like, oh, absolutely not. Really? They absolutely so, don't. No. Cause they're, they're, do you hear the fake noises these two are making? I, I don't. Oh I yeah, no doubt. Face. Yeah, it's not sexy. Like, like you're watching it as an adult, you're like, this just isn't sexy. Like, this isn't sexy at all. So, no, I mean, for me, so for me, I I can't see it at all. But um, I I was going to, when it comes to your show, I actually missed last week's show. Uh, I think that was the first show I've missed of yours since since I've known you. Um, Yeah, that's that's unacceptable, but. Yeah, yeah I, I think last week was obviously, I, honestly, the first podcast I missed you. But um, the podcast well, before that, you, 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 you made the announcement that you know that you did get married, and it was Cindy that you got that you got married to. Did you have any kind of like fallout from people after that? Um, not really. Like, uh, I mean, it was kind of one of those things where like. You know, the deal was when doing this show, and especially having her on, is that we don't really talk about our personal life. So I kind of took that to heart. And, and, you know, there's not many boundaries I'm not afraid to cross. I don't really care. I I think humor is humor and jokes are jokes. And if you can't deal with it, don't listen. That's kind of my whole thing. But I did did kind of uh, respect that, was, you know, we're not going to put our relationship out there. And, and, you know, because, you know, me, if I start going off on a tangent, I can take it 37 different directions. She didn't really want none of that, so that was cool. So, you know, in order to keep her sitting on my face, I had to respect that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying. So, so like... Like, like, you obviously could have done the show and just said you got married and didn't have to announce that it was Cindy. Did you guys just say, ah, you know what, F it. Let's just go. Let's just tell everybody. You know what it is, dude? It's like, honestly, and Cindy and I have have lived together, um, you know, for over two years now. And so, like, you feel like you're already married. But I tell people this, and I never thought it was true, but when you put a ring on your finger, it's a whole new world. It's like you honestly don't care anymore. Like, I'll go, like, I never used to go out in, like, regular ass sweatpants and worry about if my hair is done. Now, like, honestly, my dick could be hanging out of my pants. I don't really care. I could be in the middle of Target looking for, like, deodorant with my dick and balls hanging out of my pants, and it doesn't matter to me anymore. You know, it's like, what am I trying to do? I'm not trying to get some fresh nanny anymore. It doesn't matter. Like, I'm stuck with one Latin chick for the rest of my life. And if I screw it up, she's going to murder me. So I know that I have to stay in line. So it doesn't matter to me anymore. And so, like, that's kind of why I think it's opened 
the floodgates a little bit and allowed us to talk more openly about it because we're just freaking married now, you know? Even though I won't lie, as a fan of your show, I got to say, like one of the appealing factors of the show was that you you, you would talk about her uh, uh, degradingly and harassingly as right. you were, and, and but, but, but you, you kept saying, "Oh, your boyfriend doesn't care. Your boyfriend doesn't care." And I was looking right. at this, like he's gonna get shot. <laughs> like one day this guy's gonna go to the studio and just shoot him in the face. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna look like making the band from MTV when they used to just fight in the studio. <laughs> uh, so the truth is, and, and even like Cindy will say, I'll. It doesn't matter, like, even if we weren't married, if she wasn't, like, if she was on the show, that's just the way it was going to be. Like, because that's the way it is in real life. Like, I'll tell people things are in their butt, like, strangers, I'll just walk up to a stranger and be like, your wife's in your butt. And they, like, they don't say nothing back. For whatever reason, I have this gift of just saying disturbing stuff to people, and they don't know, like, I think in their head they're going, there's no way he just said that, right? And they just keep walking. Like, you know, my favorite is to mess with tourists, like, uh, you know, if if you go to Disneyland or whatever, you'll see all sorts of, uh, of Asian tourists or whatever country they're coming from. And you'll just walk over and be like, um, you have a soda cup in your butt right to their face. And they don't know. They can't tell. They're just like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, and walk away. Like, that's just what I do. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, that, that, thank you, so, thank you, so, thank you. So, 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 I was going to ask you, um, who's in charge of the network you're on now? Is it, is it a combination uh, of you and other people? Yeah, I mean, I, I mainly started it, but uh, but Bob is, Bob Sullivan is certainly right up there with mm-hmm. me. Um, Cindy is right up there with me because uh, those two have worked extremely hard on it. They've uh, they kind of help run it as well, um, you know, because uh, we just don't have time to put all of our energy into it right now. So it's a combination of people, but. Um, it was certainly something I kind of brought up to uh, to Bob's attention several months ago, and then we ran into some turbulation and uh, some people that were all about it, and then they backed out. And so now it's really just the three of us with our two writers, Brandy Wagner and Rod, Rod Hayes, and uh, we're just kind of starting up right now. And hopefully, within the next like six months or so, we'll have a full lineup of shows. No, that's awesome, man. That, uh, I mean, and I give you a lot of credit for trusting Bob Sullivan with that because he's an absolute <laughs> idiot. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, good luck, Bob. I, I, I don't know how far this plane is going to fly if you got Bob Sullivan as one of your CEOs to somebody. Well, the fact that that is really Bob and I and Cindy, he's the only one with like a – uh, a level head, and then you have us two knuckleheads. However, for all the the trash Bob comes on your guys' show talk about me, I should just like shit on him for the next twenty minutes. But I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna take the higher road here. I'm gonna take the higher road, you know. And then uh, I think you know the thing about Bob though is he uh, he he makes me laugh because like he'll always record his show, and every single show in the beginning he has to do the intro like twice because he always. Like screws his own intro up, so Cindy and I will listen to the raw edit and just laugh our ass off because like, like Bob screws it up somehow. And uh, but other than that, I mean Bob always has like really cool guests on, and Bob's funny man. Yeah, you know, he actually does get really good guests on though. He does like, and that's like I yeah. always I'm always jealous because like I, when you go back and listen to my last show, I went on this really really long tangent halfway because I was drunk, but. Um, like I, I, Bob gets really good guests 
and I always get big leads because people are afraid to come on my show. People are afraid to have anything to do with my show because it's not your prototypical, let me kiss ass, let me talk about sports, let me, you know, stay in that lane. My show is not afraid to drop. The, the, there is no boundaries on my show. So people don't want nothing to do with it. It was like I was talking to EJ, I was talking to Jabari, I was talking to Jameson, all these guys. And, and, you know, you and I have had this conversation God knows how many times. And I, and I mentioned all you guys for having my back. But, like, these cats that big league me, and they big time our network because they don't want anything to do with it. And it was really simple. Like, Jameson goes, these, these people need to check their egos at the door. Because, I'm, yeah. you know, like, my whole thing is I'm probably still, in, still doing bigger numbers than you are. You know what I mean? And so, like, I'm trying to help you. You're trying to help me. But you're going to big league because I, I dropped the F-bomb. Like, to me, I don't want nothing to do with somebody who's so, like, stick up their ass. The only thing that should be up your ass is a tongue, and you should only have that if you're a female. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. So, yeah, we do no, definitely I'm go I'm through. I'm totally with you and, and what Jameson says, though, about people need to check their egos at the door. Because at the end of the day, I mean, I mean a, there's a very small majority of people small minority of people, excuse me, that are getting paid to do this weekly, you know, like, right. <laughs> like, right. like, like we're doing, you know, so that, so, so, so nobody should be throwing their ego around or, 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 or being too opinionated about someone else's product. You know, we're all doing it because we want to do it, you know? Right. Right. And that's kind of what I have said is like, as long as people still think I'm funny, people still enjoy the show and can, like kick back and relax during it, then I'm, I'm going to do it. I don't have time for these like uber righteous people that don't want anything to do with the network because, oh, my God, Rain and Freshly talks about eating ass. Yeah, I talk about eating ass. You know why? Because there's, there's <laughs> millions of Americans that are doing it probably during my show. That's why I'm talking about it. I'm talking about it because it's the same stuff you're talking about with your friends in your living room, but it's just not with a mic in front of your face. It's funny. If you don't like it, then don't listen. But, like, I don't, I don't get down with those uppity people anyway. So it's whatever to me. But that's the only kind of turbulence that we've kind of ran into with folks that were, like, mm-hmm. so down, and then they heard my show, and they're like, whoa, never mind. That's crazy. But, whatever. I mean, hey, that, it, and it, it also doesn't help when, when fans of your show or people like me and Bob Sullivan, I mean, that. <laughs> when, right. when, when you have guys like me and Bob, like, co-signing, like, yeah, this guy Rain is great. People are like, yeah, this guy Rain must be total garbage. Because <laughs> everybody knows, everybody knows like, I got, like, I really, I told you before, I don't listen to podcasts. Like, don't. I listen to yours. I right. listen to one of, my, one of my favorite rappers, Joe Budden, starting a podcast, and it's, actually, it's absolutely hilarious. You know, I, I, and honestly, it's an hour of him and his people talking about their weekend, usually. That, that's usually what it's about. <laughs> and, it, and it's one of the funniest podcasts out there. I listen to his, I'll yours, and once, what, and once in a while, I, I listen to my catalog. I want to hear myself. That's about it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you, you are, you're, you're always your biggest fan, you know what I'm saying? Like if I, and to me, it's like if I don't listen to my own show, that, that loses out on a download. I want that number up there. I want that digit. <laughs> I get really, I get really freaking mad when Cindy doesn't listen to our podcast. I'm like, woman, that's another download. Put that shit on there, girl. You know? Yeah, you got it. So, no, I say it, man. And you know what's funny? Like, I feel bad because I always, I talk to Bob probably every week, and I always forget he does podcast. Podcast. You know, he should, he should call him Bobcast. I just said it by accident. That's what he needs to call it. The Bobcast. I'm gonna. 
I, I'm gonna I'm gonna hang this phone up immediately when we're done and act like that was my idea. Hey, dude, I got this great idea. What should you call your show now? You're gonna be so mad when that blows up. You know what's funny? What I mean, because Bob hates because Bob hates anything that you say. He's gonna be like, "That's so stupid, Raining. He's like, "That's so stupid." <laughs> Thank God. I mean, I mean, like, 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 just, like, just God bless Bob because his face is made for radio. That's a face only made for radio. <laughs> He's got he's got the most mon- like and that's what makes him so funny is that his voice is like so monotone and it just yeah. like it's it's so demeaning like when he's like calling you you don't know if he's playing with you. There's been a few times Bob's insulted me and I wasn't sure if I should say something back or cry. Like I wasn't sure if he was really hurting my feelings or not. I got really upset. Like, he, he, when he insults you, he sounds like an uncle that's very disappointed in you. <laughs> like he, that, that, like that's the tone of his. He sounds like an uncle, like fifty-five years old, and he's just like, dude, like, please stop it. Like, you know, you're like, damn, I don't know if this is a joke or it's really serious, right? You're absolutely right. Cause his voice is so deadpan, kind of. <laughs> it's so true. He sounds like that uncle is disappointed and then gonna molest you. I don't know. It's really weird when Bob puts me down. I get, I get this very uh, dirty feeling. That's all I'm saying. But, uh, no, Bob's great. The first time I quote-unquote met Bob, when it, like, EJ's show had a different format back in the day. <clears throat> and it was like him and Antoine Staley doing the whole show with, with Bob Sullivan controlling the board, so to speak. You know, it was actually pretty right. – it was a pretty professional podcast back in the day. But right. and, and now it's just me and EJ, and it's a total shit show. Cause I'm, <laughs> but it was really professional back in the day. And, and so, like, I remember calling – because EJ invited me on to be a guest. I talked to him. He said, oh, gee, yeah, hold on, man. I'll be like, oh, all right, cool, you know. We get on. EJ just says, you know, you kind of look like Victor Cruz. And, and, and then Bob is like, why? Because they're called black? I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then you got Antoine. You have Antoine really trying to be like, you know, Antoine is such a professional. You know, he's trying to get right. everything in line, but he's giggling because Bob is just saying racial and sexual jokes the whole time. It was it, it seemed like a perfect disaster, that podcast, because everything was formulated correctly, but Bob throws a wrench in every plan. As he should, and that's why he fits so well on the network. And what's cool about Bob's show is he's back to being old Bob Sullivan. He's not doing, like, the mm-hmm. uptight, like, keep it clean all the time. But on a side note, and I, and I, and I, I mentioned everybody on the last show, even Antoine was down to come on my show. Like somebody like him who actually has some, you know, credentials mm-hmm. and, and is kind of somebody, is willing to do it. Who the hell are these people with 200 followers that are so uppity that refuse to do it? I almost outed all of them, but I know that some people have certain relationships with them, so I kept them nameless. But um, it's just like, it's like you said, we're all doing this for fun. We're having a good time. Stop acting like you're the Sony record saying, oh, no, we can't do it. Like, how many people told Howard Stern he shouldn't be doing what he's doing either? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's so NBC freaking fired the guy, and he was still like, whatever. You know, it's, it's, it's not that big of a deal. It's just a few dick jokes. Who's that, who's that really going to hurt? Depending on how big you know your dick funny? is, it might hurt a few people, but. You know what's funny right now? I'm, I'm actually yeah. I'm on the I'm on the phone. This this is live stuff right now, Randy. You you hear that echo right now? Yeah. 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 I'm in the hallway of my building right now because I have to run downstairs and get a package. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna go take a dump. I know that 
Did you did you ever listen to that one episode of Bob Sullivan when Reed came on and he just took a piss on live air? <laughs> no, but I, I know Reed, so it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, that oh, guy's man. wild. He was supposed to join the network too, but supposedly he's banging this other chick, isn't he? And now he's. Uh, Oh yeah, he said he. Whoa, this wind is crazy. All right, I'm God. at my girlfriend's car right now. I'm at my girlfriend's car right now. The wind is crazy, and I'm getting these bags from her right now. Uh, call me when you're done. Talk to you later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's that's like that's like well. <laughs> did 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 you did you ask her to sit on your face yet? No, I'm already back in the building. Oh, okay. Well, wow, that's that's. Whenever my whenever my girl leaves for work or something, I always ask if she wants to sit on my face, just out of respect, you know. Doesn't that slow her down? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's usually late late to work, but then when she drives away, then you know, then I can hop on my laptop and beat off real quick and call it a day. Usually, I'm back asleep in ten minutes. <laughs> does she do anything for you before you go to work? Does she do anything? No, she just wants me to get as far away from her as possible. <laughs> Oh man! All right, so um, I'm back in my in my studio now. Welcome back. What package did you get? I had a feeling. I had a real. I, I had a feeling that like because I told her I was like, yeah, call me on my hit me up on my other phone. She had some stuff to drop off, and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, you know, she'll come after the podcast, you know, she'll come like five right. minutes after the podcast. No, of course not. You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so they're gonna show. They're going to show up when the most important shit is happening. You know, like, the worst is when you're trying to drop a deuce. And they just show up, and, like, you, you, have, you, have, you have pooey butt going on, and they knock on your door, and you're like, hold on. And they're like, come on, let me in. And then you have to show up with your bulls hanging out. And they're like, why are your bulls hanging out? And I'm like, I'm taking a dump. Leave me alone, lady. Did, did you you know, they have no respect. Butt? Yeah, pooey butt. butt. I don't know. I didn't know I could say the F word on here. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I got yeah. confused. So I called it pooey, but. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure we said shit and asshole pretty frequently on the show. Oh. Well, then you got shitty ass. You're hanging with your shitty ass. She's knocking on your door, and you open it up, and her titties are hanging out, and your bulls are, are fresh full of poo, and you don't know what to do. You get confused. You start crying and jerking off all over the place. That's what happens when women show up to your house at the wrong time of day. I really think you need to learn how to use the bathroom because it's not like there's way too much going on when you're sitting. <laughs> <laughs> so when you send you an instructional video on how to use the bathroom, you, you sound like you're just all over the place. I just suffer from really bad anxiety. It sounds like like extreme anxiety that if something gets thrown out of the wrench, like somebody throws a wrench in something, I just start jerking off, pooing and bleeding everywhere. It just gets really ugly after a while. Oh, it's going to be great when people at NGSC listen to this and they're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> you, you talked about sports for 15 minutes, so you talked about shitting and coupons. Like, what is wrong with you? A good chunk of this podcast was about coupons, by the way. Yeah, it really was. We really got intense on the coupons. Uh, you just you struck a nerve. It bring, it bring up an old painful memory, I think. <laughs> oh, God. Well, well, we're in well, like we're, we're, all right, go ahead. Go ahead. 
got three minutes left. Yeah, I was Go just going to say, it was, like, it was like yesterday when we were talking about, oh, like, what are we going to talk about? We knew good and damn well that this was going to go in every direction possible. There was no reason to even have any topics. Yeah, the, the, the only thing I knew I was going to ask you was the Clippers, because yeah. you're, you're the Clippers guy, you know. So I yeah, knew I was asking about the Clippers, so then after that, I was like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, you knew what I said that I was going to do on your show. That that was all I had in mind. Well, that's great. That's sweet. That's yeah. very romantic on right. your part. <laughs> um, but, I, I, well, Rain, I appreciate your time. So you gave me the whole hour. I'll be sure to put this up and promote it online. I'm going to obviously send you the link. But tell everybody, whatever business you got coming up, tell people about the network, where they can find you. Um, you, can, uh, you, can, you can peep us at onestoptalkradio.com. We can check out my show, The Rain and Freshly Show. We got the Bob Solomon Show. Uh, we got a couple of writers. We got Rod Hayes, Brandy Wagner. They couple, cover all sorts of stuff. You can follow me on Twitter, um, at FreshlyOSTR. And, of course, you can follow my big-breasted producer, Producer Cindy, at Producer Cindy, uh, on Twitter as well. And, and, and I think I'm coming on Friday with you and EJ uh, to do his show, so that, that, should be, that should be good. I plan on getting banned well, from all NGFC networks. Uh, coming Friday, so, so I'm gonna bring it. <laughs> it's gonna be hilarious. Like, never it's again. Be, never again. Gonna, never I will. Again. I will. Ne- I'm gonna if, be if, blackmailed. If, if you're gonna be on, if you're gonna be on, then, then I think I'm gonna drink a six pack the whole time I'm on that. Oh uh, yeah, I, definitely. I, I, I'm gonna. I, I, yeah, I, I think I'm gonna get drunk the whole, the whole podcast. With oh no doubt. I'm gonna have my bo- I'm gonna have my bottle of Henny with me, so don't even worry about it. We're, we're, things are gonna get real uncomfortable for EJ. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> real weird, real weird. <laughs> real All right, weird. Man, I appreciate it, man, and, and I'll talk to you Friday, bro. All right, you have a good one, brother. Take care now. Thanks for having me. No doubt, no doubt. Um, yeah. And if you can follow me, <laughs> thanks a lot for that. That was a great <laughs> outro. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and the dot com website, G-C-L-E-O, G-E-S-E-L-E-L-I-O. Um, before I sign off, I do want to say rest in peace to the rapper Chinks Drugs who got murdered. This Sunday morning, um, Shanks and Stack Bundles were two MCs that were on my first mixtape, the, the Time Has Come, back in about 2005. Uh, Stack got murdered less than a year after that, and now Shanks got murdered um, this past weekend. A big loss for hip-hop. He was playing a lot of stuff this summer. He had a West Coast single with Too Short about to drop. His single for his new album was going to come out the 21st. Um, his album was coming out this, this summer, and he was going to be on the lead single for DJ Drama's new album. Just a shame. 31 years old. Rest in peace, Chanks. Riot Squad, squad up. You woke up in the spot. Wearing that same shit Jesus used to wear. Egyptian cloth. Young talking that flash. That mostly got the hairy frog. Could have been a pop. Could have been a doctor. Could have been a pimp. Could have been a monster. Could have been a mech. Could have been a dope boy. Homie, matter of fact. I'm a motherfucker, boy. 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 I'm a motherfucker, Tell by the tuck, I could have gave it thought, but I don't give a fool. As I look around, I see a bunch of dirty new. 
Lot of clean money, I just bought me 30 bim. Coke boy, baby. Boy, baby. Snow white beans, don't you want some baby, baby? Could have been a fool, boy, could have played games. But I'm in the trunk, count 600K. I could have been a hater, I could have been you. You could have been me getting booked in the coupe. Could have been a pilot, could have been a doctor, could have been a pimp, could have been a mobster, could have been a mech, could have been a dope boy. Homie, matter of fact, I'm a motherfucking coke boy. I'm a motherfucking coke boy. I'm a motherfucking coke boy. That's right. I'm a motherfucking coke boy. Bad boy. Double MG. You could have been a boy. I could have been your pappy. Could have been a gunslinger running trigger happy. Could have put an extra point two up in the bag. I had the meat from the other side feeling ass. Dipping and I'm rolling. Rolling and I'm dipping. Models they be on me. Tugging on my zipper. Like the letter L out of Crip. Up on the M. Broke the rear view and never looked back since. Coke boys flood New York blocks way before Sandy. Fully loaded Ben stash, fully loaded Jamie. Leaning toward Obama, but I could have went for Romney. Flash new new, JFK's where you find me. Could have been a pilot, could have been a doctor, could have been a pimp, could have been a mobster, could have been a mech, could have been a dope boy. Homie, made of fact, I'm a motherfucking coke boy. I'm a motherfucking coke boy. I'm a motherfucking yeah. boy, wiggling back. I'm a motherfucking 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 Parties at the rooftop, now we on that rooftop Laying with your main boots, swimming in that blue dot I've been clocking since new, been pulling jetters out Bad boy, but I could have been, I could have been a hop Could have been a doctor, could have been a pimp Could have been a mop, could have been a mech Could have been a dope, but I'm not home and you know that I'm a motherfucking coke boy I'm a motherfucking coke boy Let's go, I'm a motherfucking coke boy Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.